0: hello and welcome back to you want to do what with dan and julie today we've got harry on. he's a director at aod which is a sort of a different way of looking at uh, setting up a gym um maybe a bit of e-commerce in there and and certainly very different from the other pt we, we interviewed the other day um maybe a bit more of a 21st century approach to it um so yeah welcome harry yeah
1: welcome harry right. thank you uh thanks for coming on um So we'll get a bit more into what AOD is later. Um, I think first of all, I want to ask you personally, why fitness? Why the fitness industry?
2: Yeah. So, um, fitness, I feel like it's an area that, um, I kind of gravitated towards like sport always being a massive part of my life. Um, when I first left university, so probably about three years ago, um, I originally went into oil tanker broking, um, and I was working in, um, I was working in Dubai. a period and then i was also working in london as well and i basically just found that um it didn't really suit my lifestyle i wasn't particularly happy doing that like coming from loughborough university where um my life just completely revolved around playing rugby coaching rugby like going to the gym like doing other sports on the weekend just recreationally um straight into kind of being desk bound and maybe being able to get like 60 to 90 minutes of sport in every day and that being a struggle as well um i think i really found it difficult to kind of make the transition so after about a year of doing that and doing that that the office life um i basically had to get out and i just really um wasn't enjoying it and once i left i had two friends who always kind of had their heart set on the fitness industry they were working Mm -hmm. in it straight from um the moment they graduated and they wanted to start a business together and they basically approached me to um join them and to help them do that so that's where i kind of came in and 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 that's where things really kind of took off i guess i
0: did i can definitely relate to that um you know having worked in the city myself um when you're trying to keep fit and you want to do sport and I, i play rugby like you do um and, you know, you're, you know, you got nine to five, but it's never nine to five. You're in earlier and you leave late and getting some sort of routine and trying to stick to it and eating healthy. is just, it's, it's almost an impossible task, you know, getting it right day to day. Definitely simplifies with you.
2: Yeah, for sure. I, th- I think like, um, I always, for my entire life, to be honest, like as I was growing up and I was going through education and things like that, I always had my eyes set on going into like the financial sector um, yeah. and working in in london or working in like a city like dubai or something like that yeah i think in the reality when i got there the sacrifices that i had to make um to my lifestyle as such a young man to like the sport and all the things that i really love i I just think it wasn't really worth it for me um and it it just made me kind of miserable to be honest
0: yeah definitely
1: that's good it's nice to hear um obviously we want to hear people who are following a passion a dream in their industry so it's it's good to hear that. For sure, um, yeah. So now I'd like to actually ask, what is AOD? And what is the difference between your gym and maybe a, a, a different type of gym?
2: Yeah, sure. So um, AOD, I guess, um, what, what, what is it um, Thor says? Asgard, Asgard's a people, not a place,
1: right? <laughs>
2: um, You're so, quoting Marvel, love that, okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's, that's kind of what AOD is like. Um, so AOD Fitness, um, there's three of us three directors, we're all equal shareholders as well. Um, we're based in Worcester um, on a farm where we've actually wow. converted um, an old horse stable into a strength conditioning facility with our offices um, on the second floor of that building as well. Now, we have that facility and we, pers- and we do personal training there, but really, like, the personal training side of the business has always kind of been a means to an end um, for us to pursue the other side of the business, which is um, online coaching. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, so the online coaching is where all the scope is really for our long-term growth and, and really the earning potential as well. And when we're, when we're looking at the online side of things, we have generalized programs, um, which is like fitness for the masses. So there'll be one program, lots of different people will follow it and the, and the general markup and the price of it will be quite low. Then we've got individualized coaching where you're going to have athletes, uh, in particularly like functional fitness and CrossFit athletes, who um, are gonna be paying a premium, gonna be paying a lot more to work with us um, one-to-one um, to coach them, to, to coach them for their sport and to coach them to try and reach their goals. And it's, it's that basis of the online stuff that's really kind of driving um, this like AOD machine. Um, I mean, the personal training is great and the facility is great as well, but the whole gym side of it really is just a means to an end. i I guess
0: that's the way that the gym industry has to go or certainly if you're going to be a personal trainer um you know having an online presence is just a must um otherwise you know you're going to be working in a gym and you know you're almost beholden to that gym owner and you know the hours you can do and and how much you can do there whereas if you have your own online presence i think i think there was a um uh, there's like a this girl called Courtney Black, actually, she's been doing some like hit exercises, workouts online. Um, yeah. I've seen like, thousands of people, you know, have been doing that and it's really taken off for her. But yeah. going on to the online part of it, obviously you guys have all come from Loughborough backgrounds, you know, all been into sport, all been into training. Um, but there are so many people online, you know, so many fitness gurus that espouse, you know, yeah. a load of bullshit um yeah so sure. do you find it hard to sort of for people to trust you do you find that as you know to actually go oh okay they, they aren't talking bullshit they know what they're talking about um yeah. do you find that an issue
2: so i think if you look at the market especially the online training side of things um, there's no barriers to entry for people and it's, yeah. it's saturated. There's no doubt that it's a saturated market because every everyone who doesn't fancy doing a desk job is like, you know what, I'm just going to set up an online business and sell programs online. Yeah. There's no barrier to entry for expertise. You've just got to, like you say, make people trust you. Now um, our way around that is the fact that between the three of us, we're massively qualified um, from Uh, Level four strength conditioning, like CrossFit level two, British weightlifting, British powerlifting, CrossFit gymnastics. Um, (laughs) I mean, um, sports science degrees from Loughborough University. Um, That's kind of just to name a few. We just had another coach come on who's got even more um, kind of um, accolades to her name. And really, we have all this qualification and that's where working with the one to one clients is so important. Because Mm. you work with these one-to-one clients you get these amazing results and they're the people that have got the credibility and they're the people that are going to promote you um so is that where you get get your
0: content from is that where you get your content from to then push out is that how you kind of market yourself you know you're using the personal training yes it's great fun and, and it's good and you like to help people and see results but does that then help you formulate content to draw other people in
2: so our, our online presence, so like our Instagram, yeah. which is, which is our, which is our main marketing tool really, or, or you could even say it's our only marketing tool, um, mm. that is purely geared towards the online business. And, yeah. uh, what we promote on there is our athletes. It is our premier athletes who are going to these, these, um, really high level CrossFit, um, competitions and doing well at them. And that's what we promote. And that's what we put at the forefront of our business to kind of, um, draw in, these people and build and build our credibility to be on. Yeah. So that's results speak for themselves at the end of the day. um, Mm. And that's what we get.
1: That's, that's really good. I'm, I'm actually mostly interested or I'm really intrigued by how you, uh, create a training program specific to that athlete's goals and needs. So what is sort of like, uh, the things that you do differently going from one person to another. Um, and is that, yeah, that's quite a unique
0: thing in the industry, I'd
1: assume. Unless you're, yeah, like I mean, top-end I mean, athletes. Yeah,
2: you're opening a big can of worms here.
0: Right, this is, <laughs> we've this only, is, we've um, only got forty minutes, Harry. So keep it, keep it. Still. Yeah, uh, yeah,
2: like um, I mean, the, the yeah, the training program. So like, what you have in CrossFit, you have well, if it's, maybe not label it as CrossFit. What you have in functional fitness or fitness sports, um, if we're looking at those people we're coaching, you have a lot of people who have experience and um they base this they base their coaching off experience now that's going to be purely anecdotal what we do is we base our coaching off science and we base our coaching off qualification that we have um and we and we then pair it with the anecdotal kind of experience side of things so that Mm. it is a um it is a scientific like calculated approach to making people better now crossfit as a sport um if i can try and help you describe help describe it a little bit for you is um It is the test of fitness it could literally be anything in fitness it could be anything um yeah lifting weights it can be running it can be running with lifting weights it's gymnastics movements like swimming whatever using using a bike using a rower like it can literally be anything when you get to the competition on the day and what our job is is to basically um optimize people's training so they're going to be best prepared for these random tasks that are going to be thrown at them um so what we do is we draw from multiple different disciplines uh, different research in different areas and different experiences that we've had to try and build the program for these athletes um that's going to have the best efficacy because there's only a certain amount of time you can train in a week or you can yeah. train in a year um and we've got to make sure every single second of that training is going in the right direction and we're not wasting any
1: time basically and I, I assume um, you take on other um do you take on other responsibilities with these guys like look at their diet plan as well as their fitness yeah uh, plan? yeah for sure yeah. so so
2: um when we're looking at the one-to-one coaching online so like I talk about the individualized stuff we call it coaching it's not a fitness program okay, uh, the yep. program is literally just the program is literally just a tool to make them better uh, yeah. we have week, we have weekly check-ins with them we're looking at their sleep we're looking at their diets we're looking at their, their life habits. So managing stress is going to be a really important thing. That's,
1: that's but, really incredible. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we basically, like, these people come to us and we basically just take control of their lives, right?
0: <laughs> wow. So what, for you, uh, you know, is an average day? Are you getting up early, hitting the gym? Like, what's your average day like?
2: Yeah, sure. So um, obviously, um, how we work, we have a lot of freedom. Um, with the whole coronavirus um, thing going on, we obviously had to shut the PT side of our business. So the, the in-person coaching, we had to to shut, Um, recently it's open again, but we're, we're coaching people outside and we're only working three days a week. Now our online business has grown so much that I don't think we're even going to extend it more than that. Like we'll probably keep it just open three days a week, keep that minimal just as a nice kind of earner on the side. So a typical day for me is yeah, I'll probably get up. Um, I'll train in the morning. Um, then I'll have some breakfast. Then after that, like say it's like a Monday or something, we'll usually have a meeting between the three directors kind of discuss what needs to be done that week. Um, what's going on. And then between the three of us, we will have our different roles. My role is actually head of sales. Um, and what my day to day is going to be there is largely going to be following up leads we have. Um, and I'm going to be the first point of contact for anyone who's, who's getting in touch. So, um, to be honest, we don't have a really, st- or I personally don't have a really strict structure. It's just kind of responding to what comes in
0: okay.
1: and
2: what's, and what's put my way. But then also we do have to do client check-ins. Um, and also we have to get all of our programs done as well. And then I'll normally train again later in the day.
0: That fits really nicely into um, what kind of personality do you think you need to have as a PT in this modern day and age, like, you know, we've mentioned there's marketing in it, there's face to face, you know, you need to have a good online presence. Well, you're competing as well. You mentioned, you know, your own fitness, as well
1: as being a director of a company as well. You know, that's very different to being a one-to-one personal trainer, isn't it? Or coach. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I think, I think it it, to do well um, in the fitness industry, you need to have an outstanding personality, like you, people have got to like you, or people have got to want to hear what you've got to say, or what you've got to coach. Now, yeah. between the three of us, um, as the three directors of AD Fitness, we are a team. And um, well, we like to call it like the three headed monster, like it's, it's, um, <laughs> hydra we, we've all something. got, yeah, yeah, exactly. The Hydra. Yeah, we've all got different traits that we excel in um and we specialize in those areas in particular so uh, my other two directors uh, one is adam roth the other one is uh, michael <laughs> allen so adam um is is like cfo like chief financial officer like he basically does all of that he deals with the accountant he deals with all the financial things he scrutinizes everything like if we want to spend money he questions it you need that to keep yeah your you need that together. guy yeah you need that uh, yeah exactly then we've got mike on the other side um he's a little bit more loose. Like he'd like, he likes to spend money. He does He manages the social media. He does with marketing, um, a little bit more of a kind of creative side to him and that's where he fits really well. And then basically, um, I fall somewhere in the middle where I'm basically heading up all of the sales and, um, to be honest, um, it's not, yeah, it's, it's not like used car salesman. A lot yeah. of the time it's, it's, it's more like, it's more like just tenacious, just keep going. Just keep mm. asking people. Um, I mean, you guys—you remember when we used to play rugby, right? Yeah, um, the three of us. And, so we should and probably I,
0: mention we used to—we all played rugby together. This is how we know Harry.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Growing up, so um, you remember me like recruiting players, right, for that team?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I just wouldn't stop. I just, I just go after people, and you just go and you go. I think and you at go. one
0: point you you basically decimated your old team by bringing half of their team to and us. and your school as well. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of, that's kind of what I'm still doing now, but I'm just trying to, just trying to get it. <laughs> you're
1: making money get it. <laughs> out
2: of it. just And that's kind of, and that's kind of how we all fall. Like I mean, if you're looking at a one uh, fitness professional on their own, they need all those attributes, right? Yeah. Um, and you've got to be, and you've got to look good. And people have got to like you.
0: That, that actually leads nicely into another question. Um, do you, always feel pressure to be mega fit to be in shape and to look a certain way so people you know people don't want to look at PT and be like oh well i don't really want to look like him like you must feel pressure to be mega fit
2: yeah for sure so um i think because we're in sports so yeah just just to kind of explain a little bit so i i compete in crossfit as well right i yeah. used to play rugby um and then basically i played rugby and did crossfit and then the more time i spent in this world the more serious it's gotten. And and now I'm kind of on this level, which is like a semi-professional kind of level in, in CrossFit. And I'm, and I'm basically training for it full time. And I think because we come from that sport, we honestly don't really care about aesthetics at all. Um, Right. Yeah. It's it's not, it's not what you look like you can do. It's what you can actually do. But I suppose if you're
0: training five days a week and you know, you guys train hard, like if you go on their guys, Instagram, we'll put some sort of link on our Instagram, but they train you train so hard don't you like you proper beast yourselves
2: i mean i mean the physique the physique is a byproduct of performance yeah um and that's and that's what we look at like there's no vanity here like a lot all all of our clients like they want they want a given result like we don't really specialize in um weight loss and making people look good but feel shit yeah i
1: mean you're, you're also your clients are
0: competing
1: they're you know, they're not after a, a tone boy. Yeah, sure. They, they, well, they probably are, but they're, they're after the gold medal, aren't they? Which yeah, is, exactly. yeah.
0: but then I suppose that you can then relate that to say, if, if we did one of your programs, you know, we're not going for a gold medal, but we can apply the principles to, you know, 70% of what these guys are trying to achieve and we're going to get the results that we want. Right.
2: Yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think, I think a big, a big misconception is as well is that, um, everyone's attitude towards it's changing but but like um if you want to look a certain way as in what for a lot of people with weight loss it's actually going to be largely based around your diet not the exercise routine that you're following yeah um and then and then if you want to then perform well on top of that it's going to be what are you what is your training like what are you practicing to um get better and then the diet and the exercise go hand in hand if you if you really want to kind of kind of go for it I think that's you have a lot of people kind of um, come to us who want programs for weight loss and we're just like that's not that's you don't not really do that we, that's not really what we do no even with even with the in-person personal training um, people who just want pure weight loss they normally don't really hang around that long because they just they just get put through really hard work <laughs> and, and they're like I'm not losing any weight and it's just like well, yeah no shit you're not losing any weight you come here and you work really hard but then you're going out on the piss, <laughs> drinking drinking eight pints, and it's all just gone,
1: isn't it? So I, I
0: suppose um, you, you've sort of almost um, hit the nail on the head there as well about what AOD does and how you've sort of evolved from the – you know, the older model of the PT, you've really cornered yourself a market within fitness. You know, you said it was saturated, whereas you guys have gone in, you found a market, you know, these high-end athletes. Um, But then I suppose if you do the online training programs, there's bound to be thousands of people that want to compete and want to get fitter. So it's about finding that niche, I suppose.
2: Yeah, I mean, the the idea is that they look at these athletes who are top level and they go, I want to be like that. But I can't afford 150 pounds a month for an individualised program, individual coaching. Yeah. So I'm just going to go for the 30 pound option. That's that's like the second best to that, mm-hmm. basically.
0: Okay.
1: So Harry, when Massive. you uh, leave the office in the uh, evening, what are some of the real positives you take away from your career and the things that you do day to day? Yeah, I mean
2: we we don't like we don't leave the office basically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so. So, I, I mean, I've, I actually think that is one of the positives. I really enjoy the fact that um, I enjoy my work so much and I have so much ambition that you just don't really stop, um, that you can just keep going. Now, I'm sure that's because I've been doing it for two years, right? I'm sure as you get older, um, you want to find that time away. But I really enjoy the fact that it's just nonstop. Mm. Every, Every day, you're just going, you're going, you're going, and you're, tr- and you're just trying to get more. And that's that's fun, like, that's really fun. It's the same as training. like. you're you're training and you're fighting for every inch and you're trying to get better, but then you're doing, you're applying the same kind of attitude towards your business. Um, I get,
0: I guess that's a great point you've made as well about um, age uh, in this industry. I guess you have a, maybe call it a 20 year sort of gap where you have to make a name for yourself to get people to still buy your programs after you've stopped training, you know, to make the business viable long-term.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what, what I see, um, term is, is being in more of a management role okay. so that you've, you've taken people under your wing and you've developed them to basically be to the standard that you are. And then you're just, you're just managing them. They've got all their own clients. Um, we've actually just started acting on this. So oh, like, wow. um, we've just employed another coach now. Um, as it as it stands right now, like we, we basically just feed her. She's from she's also from Loughborough, like that's the kind of pedigree. <laughs> wow. ped, yeah, nice. that's the kind of pedigree we're going for. Yeah. Um we basically we basically give her clients, we let her use our platform as well. Um and we then take a cut of the the programming and the coaching that she's doing. But okay. it's not really any additional work for us. Yeah. Other than I need to do a little bit of management here or there to make sure that the work she's doing is up to standard. And yeah. then uh, The longer she's on with us, the more learning we're going to do, the more coaching we're going to do for her to make her better. Now, long term is is that we have, um, I don't know, maybe ten coaches under us, all wow. with ten of their all with ten of their own clients, kind of thing, and we're not even having to do any extra work for uh, like a hundred clients.
0: So things. you're 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 building your brand that that goes back to sort of what I was talking about as a PT. You only have a, maybe a twenty thirty year space where you can make your money and make your name yes uh uh, until a point where you could you can't do it anymore you know physically or or whatever it be whereas what you're doing is you've taken okay yes we are pts we know what we're talking about but we're going to build a brand online get people to sign up to it and then get other pts to use that brand
2: yeah yeah i mean i mean personal trainers only have so many hours they can work right
0: yeah that's Um, a massive problem with the with going into it isn't it
2: yeah, and then and then as a as a young person, you're so hungry, you yeah. literally coach every hour under the sun. You yeah. coach every hour that the gym's open. But then one day you're going to get burnt out because you're just working at full capacity the whole time. You're just working, working, um, and the earning potential for that as well isn't really that great.
1: Mm.
2: So because it has it has a capacity on it.
1: That actually, again, leads on to uh, something quite nicely. <laughs> we can have well, Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, what are the negatives of running your own gym, uh, being a coach and things like that? What, what are some of the things you do wish or these get me down a little bit, potentially?
2: Yeah, sure. So um, I, 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 guess I'd, I guess I'd say like long hours. Like I just said it was a positive, the fact that I never leave the office. <laughs> like, you're, you're, always, you're always working. But then, but then equally like... Um, you don't really get any downtime. I mean, that's not been a huge issue with me yet, but I can see it being maybe a problem in the future. Like the missus doesn't always like it when I'm answering emails and (laughs) calls and stuff. When, when we're meant to be spending time together. Um, I suppose that's also a
1: knock on from being a director of the company as well. Isn't it?
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think probably um, a lot of the issue is, is actually the stress that comes with it. Like there's, there has been times where um, it has been, has been tougher. And you're just, so, you're just so desperate for more business and it's just not coming. And then there's yeah. been other times where loads of business is coming and, and, you're, and you're, um, you're feeling great. Like it feels, it feels like it's easy at that point. So I guess it's the stress um, associated with running your own business, which um, is one of the negatives. Like, I mean, when um, the whole COVID thing happened and we had to close the gym, um, obviously a lot of our clients as well online didn't have access to a gym anymore yeah so we were losing we were losing clients in the gym we were cl- losing clients online we Uh-oh. offered an app we offered an at-home training program a lot of people moved on to that and happy to keep supporting us but then also people's incomes are being affected which means they're going to cut like luxury expenses like having a training program yeah um, so that was very stressful like that was a huge negative because when shit hits the fan you're the only person who's um, there to to kind of answer for it and initially we weren't actually getting any government support either so um it was it was it was all looking like it was going a bit tits up to be honest
0: oh wow um
2: yeah so that um was a big negative i guess you haven't no one's got your back really i guess is is what isn't great but then we've come out the other side of this like and things are really opening up now and to be honest i think we're looking stronger than ever so um, that's brilliant That's we're just really fortunate like for the for the kind of the, the circumstances, I guess that we're we're in. Um, but there was a point where you're just like, this is, is it even worth running your own business, or rather just be yeah. furloughed by some big company? that <laughs> <laughs> we are getting paid to do nothing?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I do have to ask you one question. Um, is it negative? You actually mentioned earlier that you can't go out on a Saturday and uh, drink the eight pints on the on the lash every weekend, or well, well, no, I, I could so I could do that if I wanted to
2: okay (laughs) there's nothing nothing stopping me doing that um to be to be honest um i guess yeah my physique my physique would suffer but um like i say we're we're slowly phasing out the in-person the in-person training um and you have to be there to train people in person Mm.
1: uh
2: can you hear me Yes, yes yeah Oh, sorry, guys. I thought, I thought you might have dropped out. You have to be there to train, to train people in person. So that's the yeah. negative is you're, you're restricted. You've got to be there at 6 a.m. I mean, you've got yeah. to be there at half five to set up kind of thing in the morning um, to do that. So, yeah, there's a little bit of restriction in that sense. And also, mm. you're not working the usual work hours either. But then as we phase out that in-person training, you're just doing your own work hours um, a lot of the time.
0: Yeah. So we like to ask a few financial questions. We'll we'll be gentle, though. Um, Yeah, sure. We looked at sort of the average income for a a traditional PT. um, And the guy we had on was very honest with us. um, And we sort of said, you know, the figure is apparently between 25K and 60K for a PT. 60K is when they've, you know, built up a, a bit of a name for themselves and they've got a career. But I'd be interested how that reflects in your model because, like you said, you're building your a yeah. brand and you're getting online subscription. You don't have to be at the gym training people five, six, seven, eight hours a day, and you're yeah. you know you're still making income. How does that work? If you wouldn't mind?
2: Yeah. So um just a bit of interest from your. Do you know kind of like what a PT earning sixty k a year is? Do you know kind of what like what they're doing? Like, is this someone who's I mean, in that's London that's in London. Who, yeah. I charging mean, charging like. 50 quid an hour kind of thing
0: or even more yeah than. exactly that and i'd imagine the 25k is you know maybe a jib manager in a local town i'd imagine people yeah. earn less than that but that was just medium figures
2: yeah okay um okay yeah so i guess as far as as far as what i'm earning like we because we're company directors we've literally just paid ourselves um what we need yeah to live yeah so like um the set the setup we've got like um, we don't pay particularly much money on rent or anything like that. We don't go anywhere cause all we do is train. So like right now we're all very comfortable being paid. Probably like, I don't, know, I don't even know what it is. Maybe like 15 grand a year. Like, okay. like not, not really much at all, but then, um, that's because we, you're we investing back in, into your own
1: company. aren't you? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Basically. And I think, um, you, you talk about the earning potential, like we're just watching the business grow and if yeah. We, we basically sit down and we're like, do we need to get paid more now that we're like, we're doing this like a housing, like circumstances change. And then we'll kind of increase it a little bit towards what the business capacity is. Now, if you want to talk about, um, basically potential, um, for, for earning for like revenue, for the business almost. Yeah. Um, there's a few good examples of competitors who are kind of in a similar kind of market to us who do a similar few services to us. Mm. Um, One of them, who's a close competitor to CrossFit athletes. Now, it's not personalized. Um, There's no feedback. There's nothing like that. It's basically just, here's your program for the week. Go and do it. Yeah. Now, this guy who does it, who owns it, charges... This isn't even the biggest program, but I just know know what they're earning. Yeah. Um, They charge around €40 a month for the program. Right. Um, They're earning... They're in pure revenue, bear in mind that the overheads are basically nothing other than maintaining a website. Mm. Um, they're earning in revenue a year probably like um three hundred thousand pounds.
0: Wow. So I suppose what you're looking at doing is, you know, just building up your brand, building up what you're doing and the earning potential is essentially as much and as as much hard work as you want to put in, you'll get out of this. As much as you
2: want it to grow, yeah. So yeah. um Right now, like I say, like it's a very modest. It's a very modest salary. Like that's what we're getting paid monthly. Um, we probably have bonuses biannually. Like we have one at Christmas and we have one um, around September time. Yeah, that's when that, that's when we um, we're incorporated. That's when we opened. And kind of just depends how that like quarter's gone or something like that. Um, and we just give ourselves a bit of a bonus, which would top us up. But to be honest, like without the lifestyles we lead we don't need loads, we don't need loads more money right now, but yeah. obviously, yeah, like my, my ambition, my aspiration is, is set on, yeah, like a hundred K plus salary, um, wow. in, a, in an industry that I love now. I might, it might be ridiculous. Who knows, but.
0: Got to try mate.
2: That's where, that's where I want to be going.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah certainly. Um, so, with the future of the fitness industry, we obviously talked, spoken about personal trainers, um, and uh, yourself um, phasing out personal training and looking a lot more towards that coaching, um, the coaching uh, aspect online. With COVID as well, do you think that the fitness industry is looking over the board to grow to an online, uh, an online industry slightly more, or do you think people would still like that more traditional going to? Uh, Going to the gym by themselves at all with a PT? Yeah,
2: that's a that's a really good question, actually. Um to be honest, there's there is um there is uncertainty around it, but I think this whole COVID um scenario, I think the fitness industry is really going to benefit from it in total. Basically because people have not been drinking and they've been forced to do exercise because they're that bored, stuck at home. People haven't Um, been drinking. I I I I think everyone's (laughs) only been drinking, haven't they? (laughs) Oh, I mean, at oh, yeah. home, at well,
1: least. <laughs> well,
2: it, seem, it seems that way to me. Okay, people are still drinking people are still drinking, but they're yeah. doing they're doing more exercise because people yeah, are doing stir at home. Yeah. So then it's giving the opportunity for more people to realise that they love exercise and they love training, and you don't necessarily have to be in institutionalised sport like a rugby club or something like that to exercise. So um, you might find that as the lockdown restrictions kind of ease up and gyms start opening up again, you might find that there is an influx of this new group of people who are really interested in fitness. Even though, like you you said, um, the kind of online virtual domain, um, a lot of people have been been doing virtual fitness classes and you might find that a lot of regular gym goers would now opt to do a virtual fitness class at home um, because it's much more comfortable. They don't have to leave early mm. in the morning to go to the gym and shower at the gym and all those kind of things. Yeah. They're perfectly happy doing that. So it also could really, yeah, like change the face um of the fitness industry as we know it. But we just got to wait and see. Um I've actually got another project um that I'm I'm gonna well I'm basically buying shares in another company that is gonna be a gym um that is opening ah. up. So this is this it's not AD fitness, it's it is a gym different that one that operates. Yeah. It's a gym that operates as a gym, like a, a strength conditioning CrossFit style thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the, the, that like really concerns us is like, are we going to have a big influx or are we going to have to invest some time into this kind of virtual um, fitness class thing mm. that, that seems to be booming right now?
0: Interesting. Um, so we always ask this question what is one thing that is probably wouldn't be on the job description if you were to write it for your job, but nevertheless, you have to deal with. So maybe for you, it would be, I don't know, maybe mental health of people, you know, what, what is not on the job description?
2: Yeah, that is, that's exactly it. You just knocked the nail on the head really. Yeah. Um, You're not just a coach as in you're coaching people to be better. Like you, you are a counselor as well. Mm. Um, And you're the shoulder to cry on when shit doesn't go well and stuff like that. So um, part of the service we do for those, those one-to-one remote clients is weekly check-ins. Um, and also they have access to us if they wanted to drop us a message or whatever on, on short notice, but is weekly check-ins. And um, a lot of the time you talk about what's going on in their training, how things are going, Yeah. Um, but also it's like, what's going on in your life? Like the stress you have in your everyday life is going to affect your performance um, mm-hmm. I like to think of it like, um, say you have a bucket, right? And every bit of stress you have just pours into the bucket. Now, psychological, emotional, and physical stress is all being poured into that same bucket. So um, you've got to manage that for people, and you've got to be there for them if they're going through a tough time. So I think that is one of the really big points: is that um, you've got to motivate people, you've got to manage them, and you've got to look after their emotions as well.
0: Yeah, interesting.
1: So I do have to ask you, Harry, if you were to start all over again, uh, would you do fitness and set up a, a CrossFit gym? I think we know be? the answer to this I think one, we but, do. but we've I think got to ask. To we've
0: got yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, I would do it. Maybe I wish I'd do it. i had done it sooner. I don't know. Okay. Wow.
0: Okay. Interesting. Yeah.
2: I think, um, we have, we have a few athlete, like a few real good athletes who are at the forefront of the business. Mm. Now, um, there's, out of the three directors of us, there's two of us who are really particularly interested in reaching that highest level in the sport. Yeah. To the point where we're training, we're training full time. Um, and I mean, I'm 23 and I've got loads of time, and and it's all training's going really well and all those kind of things. But maybe if I just committed myself earlier, um, we we we'd be maybe in a better place, um, as a business, just because you'd be you'd be more recognised and things like that. But yeah, to be, to be honest, at this point, uh, I've absolutely. No regrets and I would, yeah, I'd totally do it all over again.
0: Brilliant. Team. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I found that super interesting. Um and yeah, thanks for coming on, mate. Awesome,
2: guys. It was it was um really enjoyable. I actually really enjoyed talking about myself for about 40 minutes. <laughs> maybe, maybe we should make this a regular thing. This is almost like my this was like my therapy session.
0: Yeah, I say. <laughs> All yeah. right, mate, brilliant. Thank you very much for coming on. Awesome. Thank you. Speak Harry. soon. Cheers, Cheers, mate. Bye.
2: Bye.